Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, as you can tell by the title, today's first story includes an entitled mum who wants to have a sixth child on top of the five she already has, potentially putting her entire family in massive economic danger. Let's go. We're having a sixth kid we can't afford, so we expect you to give us your college fund. I, a 19-year-old female, am my parents' second child. I have three brothers, 21, 13, and 7 years old, and a sister who is 16. We grew up poor, and our parents were often dependent on financial help from relatives, friends, etc. for raising us. This is because even though my dad has a mediocre job and my mum doesn't work, they just kept on popping out one kid after another. My parents are very religious and believe that children are a gift from God. Personally, I think that is total BS. My parents' reproductive choices wouldn't bother me if it hadn't caused mine and my siblings' lives to turn to rubbish. While growing up, we never had new clothes or toys. We had to accept handouts from family members who were better off. We never went out or did anything fun. And to top it off, we were well aware that the rest of the family looked down on us for constantly asking for handouts. I'm not surprised. Now, my older brother and I have managed to get into good colleges and are looking forward to a future that would be better than our parents' lives. He and I were staying at our parents' place for a while due to the COVID-19 lockdown. One morning, my parents called all five of us into the living room. Mum said she had great news. The smile that was forming on my face died a quick death when she said, We're pregnant! I lost my temper. I asked them how they could be so stupid and irresponsible. Do they not have enough financial troubles already that they have to bring in another mouth to feed? My older brother tried to calm me down, but I was livid. After a lifetime of scarcity because of my parents' stupidity, they still hadn't learned their lesson. I asked them how they planned to provide for the kid. My dad told me I would have to give up the money our great uncle had left me. He had left all five of us some money, which only we could access when we turned 18. I said, heck no, that money would help pay for my college expenses. He called me selfish for not being there for my family. I told them if they couldn't provide for the kid, they should get an abortion. My mum started crying and called me a heartless monster. Dad told me he was disgusted with me. I told them there was no way I was going to pay for their stupidity and the only thing I would be willing to pay for is a termination. Now, what I was really worried about was my siblings' lives getting even worse. My older brother and I have escaped our parents' clutches, but the others, especially my younger sister, will be expected to help take care of this baby. No teenager deserves to have their adolescence ruined by diapers and a screaming baby. I know what it's like as I had to go through that it was expected of me to be an unpaid nanny to my younger brothers and sister my older brother could go out with his friends and have fun but i had to stay home and help give baths and feed the toddlers i decided to get some family members involved so they could talk some sense into my parents i called my mum's maternal cousin she's one of my favorite people when i told her that mum and dad were having another kid she reacted with what again i told her everything and how they expected me to hand over my inheritance She said she was
was going to speak to my parents and told me not to sign over anything. I promised her I wouldn't. Of course I won't. I also called two of my first cousins, one of whom is an accountant, so she could explain to my parents how much of a financial liability this baby is going to be and try to convince them to either abort or give it up for adoption. I moved out of my parents' home a few days ago. I was only going to stay there till the lockdown was relaxed, but I just can't bear to listen to my mum's nagging about how this baby is a blessing and that I want to kill it. I've moved into a friend's basement for a minimal rent. Sounds like a good idea to me. My mum's cousin paid them a visit about a week ago and tried to tell them that they weren't doing this child any favours by bringing it into a life of poverty. My mum was very rude to my aunt and told her that a woman who chose to remain barren will never understand a mother's love. My aunt never wanted kids nor had any. One of the reasons she's my fave. My dad told her to get out. My aunt told me there was nothing she could do, but she did try. I didn't blame her. The cousin tried to explain the economic impact this kid would have, and my mum cried about how everyone was trying to take away my baby. Like, what the F? The intervention didn't do anything, so now I've decided to cut contact with my parents. I just can't watch my family slide further and further into a heck hole. I will be maintaining contact with my 16-year-old sister just to make sure my parents can't brainwash her. My older brother is going to stay in touch with all of them, which is a good thing, as he can act as a link between me and the other siblings if my parents ever forbid them for talking to me. Otherwise, I am just done with these people. Now, I was going to quickly give my comments on this post, but I've just seen that there is actually an update to it already. So here is the update to the post I just read out. Yesterday afternoon, I got a call from my older brother. He told me that my mum has miscarried. This is hardly surprising as she is in her 40s. I felt a huge wave of relief wash over me. My siblings' lives would not be worsened by my parents' insistence on adding another amount of feed on an already tight budget. My sister would not be asked to give up her her inheritance so they could have money for their new baby my brother told me my mum had been crying and while i do feel bad for her i was still glad to hear about the miscarriage i feel like we all dodged a huge bullet my brother asked me to move back in for a while to help comfort my mum i told him i wasn't going to move back in because firstly my college would reopen in a few days and secondly i'm done with all that family drama however i did agree to come visit my mum if only out of courtesy in the evening i went over to my parents place I took chocolate chip muffins for my mum, which I know she likes My sister greeted me at the door and told me mum had been in bed all day After greeting my dad, I went into their bedroom Mum was sitting up on the bed I told her I was sorry about what happened and placed the muffins on the bedside table She looked at me angrily, then threw the muffins at me She screamed at me that she had lost my baby because of you She said I had caused her stress and it's what caused her to miscarry She said I was probably glad her baby was dead which is true but of course i didn't point that out she called me a witch and said i'd wish this upon her she was screaming so loudly all my siblings and my dad came rushing to the bedroom she yelled at me to get out and i did i hugged my older brother and sister before i left my dad told me my mum was right that my cruelty caused hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Her to miscarry. I told him that was a grossly unfair accusation and reminded him that at mum's age it was quite common to miscarry. Then I walked out. I am so done with my parents and their stupidity. I can only hope they won't try for another kid. Wow, what a crazy two-part story. I'm not gonna lie, my opinions on this whole event kind of changed quite dramatically when I heard the second part of the story. In the first part, I did completely agree with you, OP. I thought it was a completely selfish act of your parents to bring yet another kid into your collective lives because you know if you're already in poverty and you have yet another mouth to feed a sixth child that is a little bit too much let's be realistic i mean there's no need to go from a fifth to a sixth child when you're already struggling for money as is but then when i heard the second part of the story and your mum miscarried i immediately felt so sorry for her and i think honestly you went a bit too far saying you know it was justice that is horrible i mean a miscarriage for a woman must be one of the worst things to have have happened surely it must be just a traumatic experience must be absolutely horrible but i do again kind of get what you're saying that yeah you know this was the best for the entire family and if you are getting asked by your parents to put your college fund towards their sixth child their sixth child then i agree there is something messed up about that entire situation i'm not completely sure where i, where I stand to be honest guys the more i think about it the more i'm, I'm just wavering in between op's point and and the entitled mum's point of view it is nice to have a lot of kids there's nothing wrong with it but yeah if you can't provide for your family then mm, maybe that's a bit too much guys let me know down below i would put a poll saying do you agree with op or karen the entitled mum but unfortunately youtube have taken them away so i can't do that so instead just comment down below who do you side with more on over the over the course of these two stories the first one and the update who are you agreeing with it's a tough one actually you know what i've just thought about it it's really not that tough having a sixth child is so unnecessary but i do feel bad that she miscarried that's for sure now moving on to our second story then two entitled women stare and watch me eat for an hour because they feel they are entitled to my leftover food in a cafe twice i have a slight eating disorder some days i'm not able to eat much but i still go out to cafes to try to eat sometimes i'm able to finish the small dishes that i order and sometimes i can't even get halfway through i also eat quite slowly for this reason i often like to eat alone A couple of weeks ago, I was in a cafe and spent about an hour eating, but I couldn't finish half of my food. There were two older ladies, grandma's age, sitting at a table near to me, and they asked if they could take the rest of my food for the street cats to eat. I was in Istanbul, and in Istanbul, there are a lot of street cats, and a culture of people is feeding the street cats, which is a very nice thing. I said to the woman, yes, of course, and I gave them my leftover food. Fast forward to a few days later, and I go to the same cafe again. The two same grandmas are sitting at the same table next to where I sat down and I said hello But only one of them bothered to reply. I ordered my food and started to eat now Today was a slow eating day for me and I wasn't sure if I would be able to finish I spent about an hour trying to eat again while I was eating I noticed that the only thing the grandmas had on their table was a glass of water with only a few sips left in it I also noticed that they kept watching me and eyeing up my food after over half an hour i noticed that they had reorientated their chairs so that they were now looking directly at me it started to make me feel really uncomfortable being watched made it even harder for me to eat the two grandmas still only had an almost empty glass of 
water on their table. At this point, I really felt like I was being watched. Yeah, probably because you were OP. I'll be honest there. After about an hour, I decided that I couldn't eat anymore and I was going directly home after. So I asked the waiter to put the rest of my food in a takeaway box. The moment the two grandmas saw that I was finished, one asked me if I could have my leftover food for the street cats and the other woman asked the waiter to give them my leftover food. This confirmed what I had thought. The woman had stayed at their table for an extra hour while ordering nothing from the cafe, feeling entitled enough to watch me eat for an hour and then take the rest of my food. If that isn't entitlement, then I don't know what is. And as soon as the waiter told the two ladies that I had asked for a doggy bag, a leftover food bag, and that I was taking the rest of my food home, the two ladies immediately stood up and left the cafe. Not only did they make me feel very uncomfortable, but they took up a valuable table which the cafe could have had other customers at for a whole hour while the ladies ordered nothing and consumed nothing for that hour during corona where cafes have to social distance their tables and cannot take in the regular amount of customers they lost business for a whole hour because two ladies wanted to sit there and watch me eat and then entitled themselves to my food i was thinking about telling the cafe what had happened but in the end i didn't bother instead i'm writing on reddit to share my story of two entitled women if i go to the same cafe and the same two women are there i'll have to go and sit in another cafe uh yeah op no doubt in my mind that is very entitled stuff i mean the first time i'm not gonna lie when you said it i was like that is not entitled that's just really nice you know giving to stray cats the grandma said a good thing you did a good thing the cats had a great meal nothing is wrong with that but then the second time waiting for you for an hour after they finished their meal or whatever and then it sounds like probably getting a little bit annoyed when you didn't give them your leftovers yeah that's a little bit weird i don't really understand that at all i mean surely if you want to give the cat some leftover food just buy them some food just go to the shop and buy some pet food or something i mean really you don't have to wait for leftovers from some random girl and also yeah i mean if you have eating difficulties having two random strange ladies watch you eat cannot be that comfortable that's just very very strange can you imagine guys just eating alone at a table in a cafe and you look up to the side and you see two grandmas staring at you directly in the eyes just looking at you looking down at your food looking back at you what you think in that moment my head would be all over the place not a very enjoyable experience that's for sure now moving on to our third story entitled kid gets humiliated by a rich girl this happened a few years ago at my high school on my 10th grade our school had decided to organize a trip to washington for a week it was expensive but the school had a contract with a candy company to help us with the cost that is awesome it was pretty nice and it really helped those who couldn't afford two and a half thousand dollars for the trip my friend's parents were going through a vicious divorce at the time her mother was a narcissist and loved to use her daughter to hurt her ex-husband at the beginning of the year both her parents were 100 supportive and even tried to help her by selling some of the candies at their jobs however after a while her mum decided to change idea and refused to help her and tried to take away her daughter's permission so she couldn't go my friend was in tears and could not believe her mother would do this to her just because her father wouldn't budge on a pitiful thing her father tried to help her but he had to pay his lawyer his rent etc he couldn't give her the money her grandparents on both sides of the family helped her out as best as they could 
But three weeks before the end of the deadline, it was clear she wouldn't make it. She was still $800 short. My friend was devastated and her relationship with her mum was in ruins. It was bad. Then enter V. I'll call her Velma, the entitled kid. Now she was the female dog of our year. She made fun of everyone, but my friend was her favorite target. After all, a lower middle class student whose parents are divorcing and can't afford the trip? A golden target for her. She was relentless, and no matter how many times we told her off or that she was never supported by anyone in our year, nothing could stop her. She was like a shark who smelled blood and was on a bloodlust craze. She was from a very wealthy family and liked to look down her nose at us, middle-class peasants. Then there was M. I'll call her Maddie, rich girl. She was the daughter of a very, very wealthy father, the only girl. She was spoiled beyond belief by her absentee father. Her father gave her about $1,000 per month as an allowance. She was dressed in the best fashion and always had everything she wanted, except her father's attention. Yet, she was never bratty, rude, entitled, or awful. She was one of the nicest people you could ever meet. She never bragged about her money as she saw this as crass and shameful behavior. She used $900 of her monthly allowance in investments for her college fund, despite her father's trust fund. The rest was used to either pay her cell phone bill or her expenses, which apparently weren't much. She didn't care for luxury or money. She just wanted her father to actually spend time with her. Maddie had paid off her entire trip in a single payment. She said her father didn't want her going door to door selling candies when he could just pay for the trip himself. Plus, she wasn't comfortable doing it because of her shyness and her lousy selling skills. When news of my friend's financial troubles arrived, Velma was merciless to her and managed to make her cry, saying things like go back to the ghetto loser or you should try learning how to be a good girl so you can bag yourself a rich husband i mean how else would you be able to get anywhere in life you're so poor unfortunately for her maddie the rich girl saw and heard everything The next day, my friend and I are sitting at our table in the cafeteria, and who decides to pay us a visit, if not Velma? She starts her usual garbage, and we try to ignore her, but it's so freaking hard. Then Maddie arrives, with obvious Prada luggage and a purse, and gives my friend a stack of papers, completely ignoring Velma, who acts like she can't believe anyone would ignore her glorious self. Maddie says, Hi, Amber, my friend. Mr. Teacher asked me to give you the stack of papers concerning the trip to Washington. He also said that the students going have a meeting this Friday after school. Alex replied, But I'm not going. I don't have the money. Then Velma said, Yeah, she's too poor. Honestly, how stupid are you? And what are you doing with the bags? You stole them? You know they're fake, right? Maddie turns and tells Velma to shut the poop hole that serves her as a mouth because of the sheer amount of BS coming from it is nauseating. Complete silence. No one has ever been this rude to Velma before. Her parents, who think she can do no wrong, would have destroyed them. Maddie goes on to tell her that she can't just talk to people like that and that the only reason she targets Amber is because she has no social life or friends due to her god-awful and toxic personality. Wow. Velma replies, You can't talk to me like that. I'm better than you. My father's the VP of a company and I'm rich. I can do whatever the heck I want. I'll destroy you, you female dog. 
Maddie says, yeah, I know. That's why I showed the video of you being an awful person to my father, who just so happens to be your father's boss. Or are you so entitled that you never noticed me at the company's events? Your father is my father's employee and was very interested in the video I gave my father. Now, F off. Maddie turns back to my friend and tells her that her entire trip was paid for by Velma's father as an apology for his daughter's behavior, as proven by the receipt for the trip in the stack of papers. Maddie continues and says that Velma's father was so embarrassed that he gave Amber the luggage and purse that he was going to give Velma for the trip. He had asked Maddie to give it to her because he knew that she would be happy to do it. Oh my God, that is mad. Velma does not want to believe this because there is no way her daddy would ever do this maddie simply suggested that she called her father to check if it was true Velma left and was not seen for the entire day it turns out her parents were absolutely mortified by their daughter's behavior and refused to let her go on the trip she had to publicly apologize to amber in front of the whole class with her parents standing next to her to make sure she did as they told her to Velma did not come back after that year she had been sent to a military school for problem kids holy Amber ended up coming to Washington and got to live with her dad Maddie had asked her brother who is a lawyer to help Amber's father in the divorce settlement for pro bono It was greatly appreciated because her mother had started to go crazy in the demands And when she hadn't gotten her way, she had physically struck Amber in rage Amber and I are now in college and are very happy Amber's dad is getting remarried Velma last we heard got cut off from her parents and now has to live on social welfare because she doesn't have the skills to keep a job for very long something about not having the proper mindset or having a clashing personality with her co-workers why does that not surprise me wow i guess that just proves that you should never boast about money because realistically there's always someone in the world that is richer than you unless you are jeff bezos of course i mean he can boast as much as he wants there's nothing me or any of you can do about it but hey we're not all jeff bezos that's for sure and in this story i guess yeah i mean velma what a horrible person first of all who does that who boasts about their money i mean fair enough if you've gone through loads of effort to earn it yourself you can then be a little bit you know not not cocky but you can you can say i'm proud of what i've done but velma she's been born and been born into loads of money she's not earned it herself so why is she then acting as if it's her own when realistically it's not it's her dad's oh i love that though that that justice in the end that karma of maddie saying to velma you know what i don't i can't believe you don't know this but my dad is your boss he owns the company your dad's just a vp um <laughs> it's, it's just so good isn't it and then you know giving the prada bags to, to amber as well just the just the nail in the coffin and then her parents belma's parents destroying her and saying you know what you're not even going on the strip you're not going to washington you're going to a military school baby that's how we think about you you're going off to learn that is unbelievable and yeah fair play to maddie and op for, for doing this and making this all okay very good story anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of entitled parents if you're enjoying these longer content videos it's long it's uh, this is going be like what nearly 20 minutes this video is long if you want more like this check out this video right here click it on screen it's yesterday's video it's another long video what is it 17 minutes around that if you want more long entitled parents videos or you can check out the video up here which is a movie it's about an hour and 40 minutes long if you really want a lot of entitled parents content click on that and subscribe as well right here so you never miss out on one of my daily reddit videos Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 